wouldn't you like to pause from your busy day and listen in to experts and homeschool parents like you about the beautiful world of homeschooling? This podcast is designed just for you. Each episode connects you to the best conversations that will give you courage and fill your cup so you can keep pouring into your family every single day. Introducing the Hey Mama Homeschool Show, brought to you by The Old Schoolhouse, your trusted homeschool partner for over 20 years. Today's episode is brought to you by Reading Eggs. Reading Eggs is a resource that you can use this busy holiday season to give you some rest while giving your 2- or 13-year-old the opportunity to brush up on their reading skills. Stay tuned for more info later in this episode. Hi, everyone. Welcome to episode 44 of the Hey Mama Homeschool Show. I'm Heather, today's host. And today we will be talking about, about a holiday season of rest. For those of you who don't know me, I'm a homesteading, homeschooling mom of five kids, ranging from first grade to a senior in high school. I work in a variety of ways for the old schoolhouse, and today I am joined by a dedicated, motivated, and easygoing colleague of mine, Kristen Stewart. She also works for the old schoolhouse. She's a mom of two girls, and she blogs over at fromkristen.com, and the link to her blog will be in the show notes. Kristen, thank you so much for joining me today. Thanks, Heather. I'm excited to be here. So this is going to be an interesting topic, Kristen. We are talking about having a restful holiday season. I know that's hard for us homeschooling moms, um, but I'm excited to dive into this topic because, you know, you've been homeschooling a few years and I'm sure you've been able to find a routine and what works for you when it comes to this season. You know, it's easy to have routine throughout the whole year, but then when it comes to the holiday season, so many things are different about that time. You know, we have different responsibilities and no matter what we do, it's always going to look different. So uh, I'm excited just to hear about your take on this season. So what exactly does the holiday season mean to you and your family? For us, well, for me personally, it just always is a time of togetherness and family Even growing up, it was something that I always looked forward to. We spent so much time with our cousins and aunts and uncles and grandparents growing up. And it hasn't looked like that for us in our, in our, in my married family, just with my husband's job. So my husband's a federal government employee. He's a police officer, federal police officer with the RCMP. And so we have lived a lot of different places, not near family. So we've got to make our own traditions as a couple and then as a family with the four of us. So it's just been a time for us to come together, slow down, rest, take some time from our busy homeschool life and our community involvement and enjoy our time together as a family restfully and focus on, you know, what, what Jesus did for us, what his birth meant for, you know, humanity and ourselves as believers. So it's a time I really look forward to all year long. (laughs) That's really good. I mean, it reminds me of when I first got married, you know, we would try to get together with the whole family, um, my husband's side on Christmas and my my side uh, on Christmas Eve. And when we would try to get together with my husband's side, you know, there would be nurses, there would be like your husband, you know, police mm-hmm. officers. And, you know, the big joke was, you know, hospitals, they don't take off for Christmas. <laughs> There's mm-hmm. no break in hospital. Police officers, 
they can't take off for Christmas. There's no break for them. Unfortunately, there's always <laughs> crime or there's always, you know, things that need to be done for them. So that opened my eyes to realize, you know, they don't get a break. So it's okay mm-hmm. <laughs> to change things up and to celebrate on a different day. It doesn't have to be December 25th. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be a certain day. You can formulate that. So whatever works for your family and you know, a lot of, I don't know if you've seen this, but I've seen a lot of people whose families spread out everywhere. They don't even get together in December anymore for a family gathering. They get together in the summer because it's easier. And I know I like that for our family because, you know, you were talking about your family growing up. Well, then this gives us the opportunity to spend time with our our immediate family, our kids, you know, our new family at Christmas time. And we can focus on the reason for the season, which is Jesus. Mm-hmm. And that can be hard, you know, transitioning out of your traditions with, you know, your parents, you know, if that's what the Lord has for you, maybe you're moved away and you don't live near them, you know, trying to develop your own traditions with your own family. But um, it can also be beautiful as well. Um, so I would love to hear specifically how you celebrate the holiday season now with your kids and your husband. Well, we, because of the uncertainty of his job, whether he's going to be working or not working and what, what that's going to look like, we have really found that establishing routines for the holiday season or not necessarily routines, but at, at least like traditions that we would can still make it enjoyable for the kids and give them something to look forward to. Even if dad isn't home or he's not always available, there's still, you know, they have lots of things that they look forward to, to do as a family. And we've tried to focus on being able to show God's love to people around us during that time as well. And because we've moved so often, and for whatever reason, we often have done our moves in late October or November, in the, which is winter up here in Canada. So we're often in, been in a new place coming into that Christmas season. So one thing that we've done every year is we, the girls and I have spent a day doing up some baking and some sweets. And then we put them in different plates and or containers, and we've delivered them to our neighbors with a card from our family introducing who we are, or if we've already lived there, just a Christmas card. And we've got to, you know, bring some Christmas cheer to people around us. And one year my husband was, was not working and we even did some carols. He brought his guitar and we did some carols for our neighbors. I so that was, that. that was really fun. That was actually during COVID. And so we did that for some of the elderly that we knew in the community. So mm-hmm that we thought were home without family members through that time. So just trying to teach the girls, you know, to look outward and not just look internally or be missing dad or anything like that, that we can let's look outward to our community and see who we can show God's love to and show our love towards during that time. So that's one of one thing we love. And then we also love to do, our annual Christmas lights drive. I know lots of people do that, make some hot chocolate and get in jammies and drive around looking at the lights that people put up. And then the girls like to have a sleepover under the tree. (laughs) They like to do that. And they always have a sleepover together on Christmas Eve. That's one of their big traditions. And we uh, like to do 
Christmas picture book. So even though they're getting older, they're 11 and nine, they always look forward to when I drag out the Rubbermaid, Rubbermaid of the Christmas picture books. And I know I always looked so forward to that. When I was growing up, my mom kept them in like a cloth. It was like Santa's sack, like a red cloth bag with a drawstring. And she would, I would get so excited when she would bring those out. And so I love doing that for my girls too. And some of the same books that I had grown up are, are in there. So those are just some of the ways that we enjoy preparing for the holiday season. I love that. I love that. So cute. And, you know, even as they get older, they're still going to love those books and, mm-hmm. you know, there's, it's still those memories that they're going to love. Yeah. And, and they I look love- for those favorite ones every time. Like, Oh, I missed this one. And they're excited to read it. <laughs> yeah. And I just, I love how you were able to minister during COVID, you know, everywhere. It was such a hard time for the elderly and to be able to have, you know, to see that light and to be able you know, to be ministered to in that way. That is so wonderful that your kids were able to see that, you know, in a difficult, it's difficult, I'm sure, every time you move to a new place in some way, shape or form, but, you know, throw COVID into it, obviously, that's Mm -hmm. going to be difficult uh, in other ways, too. And so I think that's awesome, because that's going to show them, you know, if difficulties come in the future, you know, that that they can really shine during that time. And instead Mm -hmm. of, like you said, withdrawing into themselves, but focusing outward, I love that. It's such a good point. So this is the question that I imagine a lot of our listeners are wondering, how do you tie homeschooling into the holidays? That is something that I would say I often have higher expectations than what ends up being reality. So we're going into year seven of homeschool and I find I I am still learning to adjust my expectations for that holiday season. But I like to take a more restful approach. In the past, we have done a unit together. We've done like a gather around Christmas unit. Mm -hmm. And we've done another one from Treehouse Schoolhouse, some different Christmas units that each day kind of focus on a picture book and a craft and part of part of the Christmas story of Jesus, the story of Jesus's birth with you know, the copy work and whatnot centers around that. And so if we can incorporate the Christmas, you know, the Christmas holiday into what we're doing for school, then we do that as best we can. And also just keeping priority on the main thing. Like what do, what is the most important thing about right now, about this holiday season? Let's try to keep that as the focus. And if we need to shift our academic goals for the time being, then that's okay. We'll, we'll do our carry on. We carry on regularly with our schoolwork as much as we can, but we leave margin in our days for those times when we want to go and do something else. When we want to, you know, serve, serve somewhere in our community or do even just do something different as a family, go sledding or something. We leave a lot of grace for ourselves during that time. Right. Like it's good to have, the schedule, the plan, but then give yourself room and grace, you know, to change things up if an opportunity were to arise. Exactly. So, and I love how you're mentioning, you know, that you use the gather round uh, unit study, you know, there's so many different unit studies that, you know, are Christ centered that you can use during this time. You know, I know schoolhouse teachers 
Uh.com definitely has resources. And, you know, if you're a member and there are unit studies or, you know, different, uh, you know, short lessons, there's a lot of short lessons on there that are only a few weeks long that maybe you weren't able to get to throughout the year. It's something that you could do maybe throughout the month of December if you're taking a break from your regular studies or you're just doing those core, you know, math, reading, science, or, you know, just the basics. You can throw a couple of those those studies in there. And if you want to make learning to read fun for your homeschoolers, check out Reading Eggs. It's the multi-award winning online reading curriculum for ages 2 to 13, covering phonics, sight words, comprehension, and more. Visit readingeggs.com to get started today. That's readingeggs.com. So I would love to hear, Kristen, what advice would you give to a homeschooling mom who might be nervous about this upcoming busy holiday season? I would tell them just to keep keep focus on their main priorities, not to feel like you have to accomplish everything. A lot of times I will only do math and language arts during that time and just and this is my advice, not even just in this holiday season, but really throughout the years of homeschool is just to keep focused in your mind. What what are your goals for your children? Because we can get so caught up in looking at what other people are doing on Instagram and seeing what they're doing in public school and all this stuff that we feel like we need to be doing more. But if you can keep focused on what what is it that you want for your children when they finish school or when they leave your house and center your energy on to how you accomplish that and not get tied up in all the other things you think you should be doing. It really takes the pressure off quite a bit when you realize there's not that much that you have to do and you don't have to do it at any time. You need to do what feels right for your family. And if that's a time of togetherness, then don't feel like you can't take that time together because the kids need to get this work done. Like, you know, those relationships are so important and that they're, that's what's going to last them outside of your house and into adulthood is the traditions and the foundations and the relationships that you make with each other. Yeah, that's really good. Kristen, I don't know if you're like me. Um, I think you had mentioned at one point um, previously that you, you went to public school as well. I was public school as well. And I don't know if you had the teacher that when we would come back from summer break or Christmas break, you know, they say, what did you learn or what did you do during this time? And, you know, obviously I don't really do that for my kids because I know what they did, but, you know, we could always do that, you know, going into the new year or after Christmas, you know, for our kids where we could ask them, you know, what did you learn this past month? You know, because if we give our kids opportunities to to serve, you know, to live out the gospel, I mean, you know, the Christmas season is so much more like, you know, just from what you were saying about what you do, making the cookies and singing the carols, you know, using the gifts that God has given your family, you know, that is, you know, living out the gospel. It's doing, you know, what God has called you to do. And, you know, I don't know if you're like me, but when I first started homeschooling, I was like, I have to get the book work done. I have to, you know, get all the worksheets done. But, you know, it sounds like, you know, God has brought us both to the point where we realize, you know, it's about the character building of God's doing in these kids. And if they can see that and they can see the value in what they've learned, you know, over the the season and maybe write it out or even just dictate it to you so they can see that value and they can carry that on 
to their children, you know, and their children's children, because that's what we want. Um, you know, I'm sure you agree that Christmas has become so commercialized and, you know, we obviously want to provide experiences for our kids, you know, just to bring people hope. I mean, so many people are lost and so many people are hurt because the memories from the Christmas season, you know, can just bring so much pain if they lost a loved one or maybe, you know, they grew up, you know, really poor. And, you know, I mean, there's so many different factors that just can bring so much um, heartache to people during this time. So to be that light, you know, to Jesus, you know, he is the light and, you know, if we can bring Jesus to them, you know, what, what better, what better education <laughs> could they, could be for our children? I mean, I would love if you could just, from your experience, maybe share, how would you encourage the mom who is worried? They're coming to the end of the year. They haven't finished all the book work that they were hoping to finish by December 31st. You know, you had mentioned goals. Is there anything else maybe you can say to encourage that mom that is just stressed out and nervous uh, about this time and they want to finish everything uh, by the end of the year? Well, I have been that mom. <laughs> I, because I was a public school teacher and a Christian school teacher. And then I was a homeschool parent who printed out all the public school, you know, things that they had to hit and tried to check them off as we went. And I've loosened up more and more over the years as a homeschool mom to the fact where I can see now that the things that I really value for them aren't found in their textbooks, like their character and the way that they treat each other and the way that they treat, you know, their neighbor and their community. Those are the things that I really value for them. Of course, I want them to understand how to write and how to read and how to do math and they will, and they are, but I really have learned to value their character qualities instead. And for those parents that are really feeling the stress, I would just encourage them and remind them that learning comes so much more from what they're doing in a book. And more often a child is going to remember and learn and pick up from something that they are interested in and engaged in anyways. So anything that you can do with them, like reading to them, reading with them, is going to do so much for their for their little minds and it it encourages the relationship as well so it's like a win and win on both sides even when you think they're not learning they are learning and just don't let that stress about checking boxes ruin your holiday season because i have been there and i'll tell you there the school year was no better or didn't go any smoother when I was checking those boxes that when I then when I stopped checking boxes and just went with it it's no different it's the same except I'm less stressed about it so try if you can to let it go let that go I love that and for our listeners I just hope that this is uh, an encouraging season for you and that the Lord opens up many opportunities for you to serve and to grow with your kids. Um, I want to remind you that it technically still is fall. So if you want to head over to homeschoolapp.com, you can check out the fall issue of the Old School House magazine. You can download the app on your phone and the fall issue can be right in your hands completely free. We have higher ed preparation and college alternatives, foreign exchange students, 
um, will be discussed and foreign language study. Um, there's an excellent article on adaptive technology and additional homeschool articles. Be sure to check that out again. That's homeschoolapp.com. And if you check out homeschoolshow.com, then you will also be able to check out the show notes for this episode. And we will be sure to include some of the resources. We have the Christmas Corner uh, over at schoolhouseteachers.com. And I will also mention some of the ideas that Kristen shared uh, that you can do with your kids. I love the idea of having the bag full of books and driving around looking at Christmas lights. And we will just include all of those ideas as well as some additional resources, magazine articles, and materials that you can use for a restful homeschool this holiday season. And we have some exciting episodes coming up. Uh, we have homeschooling through the holidays with games uh, during our next episode. Uh, you will also hear about Christmas recipes, crafts, and easy gift ideas, as well as home where they belong for Christmas. So uh, December is jam-packed with incredible content. So be sure to check back here for those episodes. I'm going to go ahead and end this episode in a prayer. And I thank you for joining us today. And thank you again, Kristen, for sharing with us today. You're welcome. Can't wait to hear about those games. I love games. <laughs> Lord, I thank you for... Uh, just who you are. And I pray that you would help us to remain focused on you during this holiday season. I pray that you would just open up doors of opportunity to share your light, share your word, and share your truth with those around us. Uh, show us who needs your love and encouragement at this time. And I pray for the heavy hearts that might be listening to this episode, that you would just uh, teach them to give their burdens unto you. Your yoke is easy and burden is light. And I pray that you would just show them that you are a God of rest and that you can give rest to even uh, the most anxious heart. And we thank you for, for the birth of your son, Jesus, and all that it represents and all that it has done for us in our lives. In Jesus' name, amen.